This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I'm feeling very relaxed today. Recording this story is going to be a breeze because, well, you know what? Let me just read you the email I received last Tuesday. Dear Ria, thank you for notifying us about your upcoming story recording session. We regret to say we will miss the story. We will be attending a Studio Dweller conference on that date. Thousands of podcast studios, spiders, and beetles from around the world will converge in the great clearing in the woods to discuss trends in the Studio Dweller industry. Sincerely, the Studio Spiders and Studio Beetles. Oh, wait a second. I didn't realize I could scroll down. There's more. P.S. We hope you enjoy our house guests in our absence. House guests? What house guests? Oh, no. There are crickets up there. You know what? I'm going to approach them with kindness. I'm sure they're reasonable. Hello? Hi. Um, could you guys just keep it down for about 43 minutes? Great. Thank you. Hmm, they agreed. Maybe they can stay permanently. Anyway, let's get to our story. It's called Little Hedgehog Goes to the Vet. Take it away, Mila. Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. The first few weeks of having a pet chameleon were a dream come true. Little Hedgehog loved doting on Little Guy by bringing him bugs. He's so cute when he eats. Watching him change color. Baby, look! Little guy is hugging that strawberry and turning red and dripping water onto his favorite leaf for him to drink. Bibi, I think he's advanced at hydration. But most of all, Little Hedgehog loved the chorus of yays. In a remarkable coincidence, Little Guy's one word, the only word he had ever said in his whole life, was yay. It just so happened to be a word beloved by Little Hedgehog and Bibi, her best friend of all time. Bibi, my dad said we can visit that big puddle over yonder. Yay! Yay. Yay. Little Hedgehog, I do believe it is time for us to perform our puppet show for your dad. I'm sure he will love the script we adapted from Hedgson Pricklebottom's novella written in the late 17th century. Yay! Yay. Yay. Little Hedgehog, look. I received a personal paw-written letter from Prickle McDermottson. Seven weeks ago, I mailed him a fan letter, letting him know I am greatly inspired by his oil paintings of hiking mooses. I am officially starstruck. Yay! 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 It was almost too perfect. But it wasn't. 
It was the right amount of perfect. Things took a mild turn on a quiet Saturday night inside Little Hedgehog's burrow. Outside, there was a new invisible moon, and the sky had a thin layer of wispy clouds that hid the stars. Little Hedgehog and BB were hard at work on a project. There we go! We have now finished establishing the sturdy foundation of our miniature replica of the famed ancient Tower of Prickles, believed to be built by a band of hedgehogs in the 9th century on the landmass known only as Prickle Island. Will it be to scale, BB? It will. Yay! Yay! BB, is there a cricket in here? BB blinked. And why didn't little guy say yay? Perhaps he didn't hear us. We should try again. Yay! Yay! Little Hedgehog and BB got up from working on the ancient Tower of Prickles and scampered over to little guy's enclosure. There was a cricket perched vertically on the wall. Oh, hello! Greetings. The cricket was silent for the first time that evening. Then... It hopped away, out of sight. Not feeling social tonight. I guess not. The two tiny hedgehogs turned their attention to little guy, who was perched up high on a slender branch that ran across the length of his enclosure. He was partially obscured by leaves, but they could see his head and one big eye. BB. Do you think Little Guy's okay? Let us observe him for signs of illness. Little Guy was not smiling, but then he didn't usually smile. Little Guy was not moving, but then he often sat very still on his perch for long periods of time. Bebe, does Little Guy look a bit green to you? He does. Bebe, do you think Little Guy might be under the weather? It's possible. But the only evidence that anything was amiss was little guy's apparent reluctance to say the word yay. Hmm. Hmm. Little hedgehog and BB leaned in closer, pressing their teensy paws against little guy's cage. BB, do you think... (coughs) Little hedgehog and BB exchanged a look. Did that cough come from... I believe it did. Moments later, Little Hedgehog and BB appeared beside Mr. Hedgehog as he muttered to himself at the kitchen table, scribbling in his writing notebook. He stepped gingerly from... No. He glided casually... No, that's not it. He plodded carefully... No... Huh. Mr. Hedgehog sighed and sat up from his notebook, frustrated. That's when he saw the two tiny hedgehogs smiling in his periphery. Ah, how long have you two been standing there? Long enough, Mr. Hedgehog. What you doing, Dad? Just a little writer's block. Nothing serious. Uh, what are you two up to? Dad, little guy's sick. He needs a doctor immediately. We've never seen him like this before. Mr. Hedgehog, little guy is suffering from an unknown malady. He can't say yay. We witnessed him cough. Mr. Hedgehog peered at his tiny daughter and her best friend. 
trying to decide whether this was some kind of joke he wasn't getting. Finally, he said, Okay. Little Hedgehog's and Bibi's eyes gleamed with worried anticipation. Once he was certain they would not leave without some action on his part, Mr. Hedgehog put away his work and stood up. All right, let me take a look at him. Soon, the three hedgehogs were standing before Little Guy's enclosure, leaning forward to get a better look. See, Dad? Doesn't he look green to you? Isn't he usually green? Except when he changes color. The fact that he's green doesn't seem relevant to the question of... (gasps) Did you hear that, Dad? Little Guy coughed again. I did hear that. Let's take him out. Little Hedgehog opened the little door to the enclosure and plucked Little Guy up in her paw. She withdrew him, cradling him like a baby. He looked up at them with his big, searching eyes. He really feels hot, Dad. Hasn't he been under his heat lamp for a long time? (coughs) Good point, Mr. Hedgehog. It is weird that he's coughing. He seems to be coughing with greater frequency, Mr. Hedgehog. He does seem sick. (sighs) I guess we'd better take him to the vet. Mr. Hedgehog sighed, not exactly relishing the idea. Oh, I know, Dad. We could take Little Guy to see Dr. Ratzberger. Dr. Ratzberger's sound medical advice saved you from the dreaded spots, Mr. Hedgehog. Mr. Hedgehog squinted and scratched his chin prickles. Yeah, I don't know. Dr. Ratzberger was a little... I mean, she did break down our door, he said, his eyes going to the front door, which he'd had to replace once he'd recovered from his ailment. Then who will we take little guy to? He needs medical care. Yes, Mr. Hedgehog. How shall we find another doctor on such short notice? Let me call around. Minutes later, Mr. Hedgehog put his paw to a line in the phone book and dialed a number. Yeah, hi. Uh, It seems our pet chameleon is under the weather. I was wondering if we could bring him... Uh Uh-huh. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, Is there anyone you'd recommend? Dr. Ratzberger. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, Thanks. Mr. Hedgehog hung up the phone, scowling. Little Hedgehog and Bibi watched as he scanned the telephone book and selected another entry. Yes, hi. How are you this evening? I was wondering if we could bring in our pet chameleon. He's been coughing a... Really? Wow, I I didn't know snail infestations were a thing. Is there another doctor you'd recommend to see a coughing chameleon? Dr. Ratzberger. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, uh, no, I, I have her number. Yep, you too. Mr. Hedgehog hung up the phone and stared out the kitchen window into the middle distance with a blank look on his face. Little Hedgehog and BB exchanged a look, but said nothing. Little Guy coughed. (coughs) Mr. Hedgehog dialed the phone once more. Ah, it's an automated system. Mr. Hedgehog said nothing for a moment, listening to the menu options. Three. 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 Ah, finally. Mr. Hedgehog hung up the phone. What did the message say, Dad? 
It said their office is closed due to a paperclip shortage and that they recommend Dr. Ratzberger. Little Hedgehog and BB giggled. I don't know, you two. Maybe a little guy is fine. He hasn't coughed in about... (coughs) Several minutes later, they were on their way to Dr. Ratzberger's office. When Mr. Hedgehog had called... Dr. Ratzberger's receptionist had told him there had been a last-minute cancellation and they could come in right away. Little Hedgehog scampered along with Little Guy perched on her shoulder prickles. Every few moments, she checked on him to make sure he didn't fall off in his weakened state. BB scampered alongside Mr. Hedgehog, regaling him with the details of the recent rock-climbing trip she took with her mom. And when we reached the summit, we were greeted by a wily donkey, Mr. Hedgehog. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, wait, a donkey? Yes, Mr. Hedgehog. And I say he was wily because, as your confusion suggests, donkeys are not typically found on rock formations, at least not in my limited experience. Mountainsides, yes. Narrow, cylindrical rock formations. No. Uh Uh-huh. Soon, they made it to the location listed in the phone book. This can't be right, Mr. Hedgehog said, peering into the darkness at the nondescript tree ahead of them. Then, two squirrels exited the tree, talking to one another. Isn't Dr. Ratzberger amazing? She's a genius, truly. The three hedgehogs entered the tree. A ferret, wearing a feathered headband, waved them in with a smile as she spoke to someone on the phone. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I would refrain from eating acorns until your recovery is complete. Yes, worms are fine. Uh-huh. Okay. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. The stylish ferret turned to Mr. Hedgehog. Good evening, is this little guy? The ferret said, glancing at her notes. Yes, it seems like he isn't feeling well. I see. Well, Dr. Ratzberger has just been called away for an emergency involving a hippo and a trampoline. Totally unforeseen, of course. Little Hedgehog and BB frowned. But her associate, Dr. Mouseberger, can see you shortly. Little Hedgehog and BB smiled. Mr. Hedgehog smiled, too, suddenly feeling more optimistic about this doctor visit. Oh, great. The ferret showed them all into a little room and pressed a button on a music player perched on a desk. Dr. Mouseberger will be with you in a moment. You can feel free to look at the magazines. And with that, the ferret closed the door. Dr. Ratzberger's office, how may I assist you? BB went to the magazine rack and selected an issue of Forest Survival Monthly. Little Hedgehog cradled Little Guy in her paws and watched him for symptoms. Mr. Hedgehog winced as he stared, with a mixture of terror and fascination, at a poster depicting the steps involved in the removal of a diseased prickle. Mr. Hedgehog was relieved to have his attention torn away from the gruesome poster by footsteps approaching the door. A large mouse wearing a lab coat burst into the room, tripped, 
and fell forward into the desk. The music player toppled to the floor. Oh, great, Mr. Hedgehog muttered to himself, suddenly feeling less optimistic about this doctor visit. Dear me, the doctor said, brushing himself off. He scampered back to where he'd tripped and studied the ground. Hmm, I wonder. Little Hedgehog and BB exchanged a look. Dr. Mouseburger? The mouse finally looked up from the floor, blinking in surprise, as if he'd forgotten anyone else was in the room. It is I, Dr. Mouseburger, the mouse said, and strode over to BB. I can see why you came in. Now, when did you first notice the symptoms? I'm not sure I under... The sharpness. These prickles are most sharp. Dr. Mouseburger reached out and touched the pointy end of one of BB's prickles. Ah! Little Hedgehog and BB giggled. BB's not the patient. <clears throat> We're here for our chameleon, Mr. Hedgehog said, wondering vaguely whether they should get up and leave. I see, Dr. Mouseburger said, tearing his attention from BB and settling it, finally, on the chameleon in Little Hedgehog's lap. This is Little Guy. He is ill with an unidentified affliction. <coughs> Humph, the doctor muttered and leaned in close to examine the chameleon. He whipped out a notepad and began jotting things down. Aha! Just as I thought. As Dr. Mouseburger examined Little Guy, Mr. Hedgehog furrowed his brow. Little Hedgehog and BB watched with anxious anticipation. At length, Dr. Mouseburger said, You're Bearded dragon is... He's a chameleon. This is a chameleon, Doctor. Once again, Mr. Hedgehog wondered if it was time to go. Of course, your chameleon has a condition called Twitchicophagitis. It is characterized by repeated coughs, the inability to speak, and frequent twitches of the eye. The little guy's eyes haven't been twitching at all, Dr. Ratz. I mean, Dr. Mouseburger. Quite right. The twitches have a delayed onset. They should begin in... Dr. Mouseburger consulted his wristwatch. Three, two, one, point seven five, twitch. They all looked down at little guy who stared up at them from Little Hedgehog's paws. Sure enough, his enormous eyes began to twitch. <gasps> wow! Impressive, huh? Mr. Hedgehog said, allowing for the possibility that Dr. Mouseburger might know what he was doing after all. Dr. Mouseburger gave them a detailed treatment plan. You must have him cough repeatedly for at least ten minutes per day. How do we get him to cough, Doctor? Dr. Mouseburger regarded BB with a look of complete astonishment. You command him, like so, chameleon. 
Dr. Mouseburger said, waiting for Little Guy to turn a big eye in his direction. Cough! And without any hesitation at all, he did. <coughs> wow! Seems simple enough. Now then, in addition to the ten minutes of coughing, he must take a tablespoon of this remedy every 9.3 hours. All right. Okay. What's in there? Just out of curiosity, Mr. Hedgehog said, eyeing the bottle. It's made from elderberry syrup. Oh, delicious. Whiskers from the most buoyant of muskrats. Hmm. Intriguing. Okay. And coughs captured from mongooses. Little Hedgehog, BB, and Mr. Hedgehog exchanged a look. How does one go about capturing a cough, Doctor? BB asked. Little Hedgehog's eyes twinkled with interest. Very carefully, Dr. Mouseburger said, staring towards the wall, but through it, into nothingness, as if reliving a dark memory. Most carefully, lest you should... Well, never mind that. He collected himself and turned his attention to the three hedgehogs and the one chameleon. Here you are, the doctor said, handing a note to Mr. Hedgehog. These are paw-written instructions on little dude's care. It's little guy. Yes, yes, small guy. Now then, I'm off to tend to a patient suffering from endless laughing. He witnessed a neighbor slip on an assemblage of acorns. It sounds humorous, but I assure you, after 23 hours of laughter, it is nothing of the kind. Dr. Mouseberger said, his expression grim, Make sure to stop at the reception desk on your way out. With that, Dr. Mouseburger dashed from the room, as if fleeing danger. Little Hedgehog, Mr. Hedgehog, and BB blinked. Little Guy coughed. They went to the reception desk, where the stylish ferret was on the phone. So the pain began before or after the anvil was dropped on your foot? I see. We should definitely get you in as soon as possible. Looks like we can squeeze you in in three weeks from Friday. How does that sound? Hello? I guess the line got disconnected, the ferret said with a smile, turning to Mr. Hedgehog. All right, let's get your account settled. When the receptionist told Mr. Hedgehog the cost of the visit, he nearly fainted. For a vet visit? You can pay in installments. Just drop off a bag of mushrooms, acorns, snails, cheese wheels, or high-quality wood chips each month, she said brightly. Mr. Hedgehog clung to the edge of the desk so as not to wilt to the ground. <sighs> Soon they were back on the trail in the forest, scampering home beneath the moon. The forest was quiet, except for the sound of a light breeze fluttering the leaves and the call of a crow from a nearby tree. Little Hedgehog cradled Little Guy in her paws. He slept the whole way home, coughing now and then. 
They stopped at Evie's burrow to drop her off for bed. Then Little Hedgehog and her dad made their way home. Dad, do you think Little Guy will be okay? Mr. Hedgehog was lost in thought, thinking of how he'd come up with the bags of snails to pay for the vet visit. Hmm? Oh, yeah, I think he'll be fine. Dr. Mouseburger seemed to know what he's doing, for the most part. At home, Little Hedgehog carefully placed Little Guy on the highest branch in his enclosure to let him rest. Over the next few nights, Little Hedgehog and BB dutifully followed Dr. Mouseburger's instructions. They had Little Guy cough on command for 10 minutes each day, and they gave him his medicine every 9.3 hours, which turned out to be more difficult than expected. BB, why won't he drink his medicine? BB thought for a moment, then drew the spoonful of medicine to her nose. She flinched. I believe I know why Little Guy does not enjoy drinking this substance. Little Hedgehog took a whiff, and she grimaced. Potent, BB, indeed. They decided to mask the flavor of the medicine by mixing it with huckleberry juice. Little Hedgehog used an eyedropper to drip the concoction onto the broad leaf next to Little Guy, and he lapped it up. It took a few days, but Little Guy began to improve. His coughing was less and less frequent, and his eye twitches became so subtle they were never quite sure if they were imagining them. BB, did Little Guy's eye just twitch? I do not know. I just blinked. On a Tuesday night, a week after their visit to Dr. Mouseburger, Little Hedgehog and BB were putting the final toothpicks in place on their two-scale model of the ancient Tower of Prickles. Okay, BB, what's next? That was the final piece. No! Yes. Little Hedgehog and BB clapped their teensy paws together. Yay! 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 Little Hedgehog and BB gasped. <gasps> then, they scampered over to Little Guy's enclosure. He was asleep on the topmost branch with a dreamy smile on his face. Little Hedgehog and BB crept away to let Little Guy sleep. Then they ran off to tell Mr. Hedgehog about his return to health. All was as it should be. Well, I hope you enjoyed the... Wow, they really timed that down to the minute, didn't they? Thank you for the 43 minutes of quiet. I hope you enjoyed this story. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. My in-house tech director, Peter Kay, runs my website and puts my stories on the internet for all of you to enjoy. Thank you to my Little Stories premium subscribers who make it possible for me to continue doing this. You can join to get more of the stories you love ad-free listening, and access to Little Stories for Sleep, an exclusive bedtime podcast. Just visit littlestoriespremium.com. Thank you to Mila for the super important reminder message at the beginning. 
And thank you to the many premium subscribers who supplied sound effects used in this story. Thank you to Scout, Ruby, Emma, Hazel, Cyrus, Ali, Avalee, Violet, Maeve, Ronan, Aria, Hawthorne, Garrison, Theodore, Riley, Trevor, Auden, Cormac, Riola, Remy, Imogen, and Holly. And thank you, as always, for listening in. <laughs>